Welcome to the Meta Show. Due to technical problems with the Twitch VOD, the first few minutes of audio were cut. We apologize for the quality issue. Please enjoy the rest of the show. Huge, actually. Somebody just gifted. Uh, wow. Okay. Stuff is happening here. I appreciate the hype, hype sharing. Wow. I appreciate you throwing money at the screen. Uh, Gentlemen, we uh, always appreciate uh, it when you do that. Turn it All into right. Gundams or something. Okay. We have not done a show since before Christmas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The amount of news that has happened in that time period is amazing. And that in the last 24 hours, we have seen some unprecedented things happening. Blows all of this other stuff like way out the window. I can't even sit here and meme about things like Villy leaving test, which would have been huge oh, yeah, news <laughs> a month ago. But now barely marks a footnote on the list of the stuff that we had to talk about today. It's absolutely amazing. And, so and Capital Fusion left forward just a little bit before the shoot show too. Right. So and and the test is fail skating. We have multiple yeah. test corps that are leaving. We'll go we'll get through that at some point here. But I gotta tell you, all right, the big news this week. It started on Tuesday. Now, if you really want to go back, it can go back even farther. Winter Coalition did their uh, alliance update. And I'll, I'll throw this up on the screen so you guys can see it. It's not a huge thing. They did their alliance update on the 22nd of December. Okay. And we had multiple different versions of the update. We had multiple different translations. And essentially what they were doing was they were moving around some stuff. And potentially they were going to do a deployment. But the big part of this was they were supposed to go and fight in Pochvin. And they apparently had started a big fight with Horde and were going to have all kinds of problems with Horde because they, they wanted to go in there and mess around with Horde and set up timers over the weekend. And that caused all kinds of drama, caused fights between, caused fights between Horde and Norals publicly. You had Gobbins and Norals sending competing pings, which if you give me one second, I will mm -hmm. pull up here mm -hmm. on the screen. I have to find them. Uh, and it was just, it was absolutely the most ridiculous thing we've seen in a while. Because what was the end event? Nothing. Because all this other stuff happened. So here, here, is, here is Gobbins complaining about this Norals set of pings. He complains... Norhouse called us backstabbers, to which Norhouse responds with, oh, well, no, this, this is the correct translation. You guys just missed the translation. And then all of a sudden, all of these timers that were supposed to happen over the weekend just decided to stop. So that was, that was the first thing. Now, that, that might have been a big deal a couple of weeks ago, seeing two PandaFam groups that were going at each other. But it was nothing compared to what came next, which was... That after years and years of the fighting between Fraternity and Army of Mangoes and the dislike and the hatred and the fighting amongst the leadership, it finally blew into a full-blown deployment. Fraternity says, we're going to go down and we are going to take Army of Mangoes out. Finally. Now, they had these, these are two proud Pappy members, all part of the big happy Pappy family. Panda fam. <laughs> Alliance, please ignore. Mangoes. These are war criminals. Do not forget this. These were war criminals who test hired to handle esoteria for them during the war so that they didn't have to worry about the backfields. I know that didn't work out very well for them. <laughs> but the whole point is they were supposed to be holding esoteria against Bastion and Init and all the other groups that were messing around in Test's background while Test was deployed in Delft. They took that assignment. That was their deal. These guys were war criminals, period. Now, the line members were doing what they were told, but the leadership knew exactly what they were doing, and they got themselves put on our permanent shit list. Right, boss? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it, it's very simple. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. If you spend a year and a half saying, oh, well, of all of the pappies that blew up together and clapped and cheered for Billy's War of Extermination, we fought the least... And we sat on the fences the most. That's, um, you know, that, that's 
okay, you can make that argument, but I'm the one that has to accept it. And the line of the Imperium are the ones that have to accept it. And, and we do not. Uh, so yeah, I mean, they're, 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 they were, they spent a year and a half of their lives trying to uh, fuck with us. Okay. Uh, that, 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 that that's fine. Uh, I, so uh, please continue. Yeah. So I, what I, happens? I, sorry, so, yeah. so, the, so they're not, we're moving on. So, 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 the, te- the 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 PH versus fraternity thing fizzles out over Christmas. Nothing happens. Okay. Tuesday we get the announcement from AOM that or from uh, from fraternity that they are going out to take out AOM, and it was it was pretty 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 hardcore anti AOM on the side of Norell. So I'm going to pull up on the screen exactly what he says because this last paragraph like he's like we're done with these guys we are taking them down and he says to the aom members the remaining blocks who might be able to help you are all eagerly waiting to assimilate your alliance population 100 percent correct the chances of you receiving a strong ally is low right now 100 percent correct and even if you do there's nothing stronger than my resolution well we knew that I suggest you jump ship right now. We promise not to touch a neutral structure in ESO. However, if I have to make an example, you might want to hurry up here on anchoring. And then he says, the war goal is not to an exterminate alliance, which is impossible in Eve. Thank you. Narals gets yeah. it. Yeah. Didn't make the Villy mistake. Yeah. He gets it. But he says, we want your keep stars and iHubs dead. So what does Ranger Reg or sorry, what does AOM do at this point? Who can Boss. Tell the difference anymore. I know, right? Go ahead and take it from there. Okay, so I want people to understand for context, because I got a little lost there a bit ago. Uh, I've been just trying to get my head around how to uh, focus on all of the chaos that has unfolded, which I love. I love chaos under heaven, especially when it involves my enemies. Um, we have been anticipating the FRT versus AOM blood war, which began on Serenity uh, many years ago, uh, to erupt for a long time now. So in, in terms of... Uh, me and I imagine most of the other uh, leadership types across the game have had sort of a, a mark on a calendar that at some point FRT versus AOM is going to kick off. And one of the things that we all sort of expected was that it would be a big thing and it would last a while because this is something that was put off by FRT and AOM both joining together with 103 alliances, said Blue and Pappy trying to exterminate us for a year and a half. So imagine my surprise when uh, I guess it was just yesterday, I woke up to find out that the staging keep star of Army of Mangoes Alliance is actually mine, as in DJ's retirement fund, and had been transferred over under a, a, a treaty to allow, you know, they're going to give us the keep star. And at, uh, I believe it was 1700 today, the, the we would agree to remove them from the access list. Um, so that's a little weird when you wake up one day with one of your enemies staging keep stars in esoteria, right? Uh, and it seemed a little strange. And so again, a lot of this happened a few hours before I was awake. And then I wake up and suddenly everybody's like, AOM is joining the Imperium. AOM is folding into Ranger Regiment. Now, what had happened is uh, just one of the dumbest fucking things I've seen in a hot minute in this game. Like this is some 2006, 2007, like greater Bob community, you know, GBC pet tier uh, trash metagaming. Uh, the, it, it appears what happened, and this is, we know this now because we've gotten a couple of speeches, which we're going to be making fun of from Manto. <laughs> uh, by the way, eat my ass, bitch. Welcome to tranquility. Uh, so this motherfucker, there we go. I, I feel, I'm, I'm feeling I was grinning too much. Before, yeah, but you now, had too much fun for the black yeah, shirt. Now I, I, you're getting you into know, it. This is good. We're getting I, I, into I, I, it. Yeah, every every day that you start things off by sending 3,277 clones screaming into the ether and then unfueling a keep star uh, to Boom. set it for public purge is uh, is always a good day. So this motherfucker, this motherfucker. Now, people need to have context here. AOM in Tranquility has, by and large, been managed uh, with relative incompetence by a fleet commander from Serenity named Fulcrum. Now, Fulcrum is either off the table because of quarantine or for whatever reason, he hasn't been around when the FRT versus AOM Blood War were announced. And they got their space emperor over on Serenity, who is this Mantu dumbass, uh, Manto, whatever. I don't know how I'm supposed to pronounce his name. And he assumes direct control over Army of Mangoes and essentially 
spells out on the equivalent of like a fireside or a state of the union, a big speech, a public speech, as if public we don't have people speech. that speak fucking Mandarin. This is this is the thing that I find the most absolutely insane about this. And I was talking about it on a rampage last night. There is nothing more indicative of an absurd level of hubris to think that the largest coalition in EVE Online of either server does not have one spies and two Chinese speakers that can translate what you're saying openly to your members and get it back to us so that we can see it. It is the absolute most hubristic thing I've ever seen. That is the kind of thing that somebody who sits in a room huffing their own farts all day does. And that's exactly what happened here. And I cannot believe for a second that they didn't expect that everything that they said was going to get back to us. And it was in real time. <laughs> this is just amazing. So then there's two of these incidents, but I, I'm going to, I'm going to try to go through it bit by bit. Uh, so I discovered yesterday that uh, I own AOM's former stage and keep and we have a deal until 1700 Eve today to allow them on the ACL. And I'm like, well, this is weird because why on earth would anybody make this deal? Now, of course, I pride myself on always sticking by our deals. Uh, and we did. We, we allowed AOM access to this thing. And then it came out, as I'm sitting here going, why do we have this Keepstar? This deal doesn't make any sense. Then it comes out that they think that they can just reverse merge into Ranger Regiment without telling anybody or clearing it with us, because I would have said no. Uh, <laughs> no, no, you can't reverse merge into our coalition. Sorry, that's not how this shit works. Anybody who's been anybody on Tranquility Forever understands this, uh, which is why it was such a, a cack-handed mess. Uh, but anyway, so great. I guess the plan was, and I don't have to guess now. I don't have to guess. Do you have risk? Do you have the the line by line bullets of the of the the first speech that Manto gave? Uh, let me see if I can pull it up here. Yes, yeah, I think we'll, I do. we'll see. I pinged out both of those speeches earlier in a broadcast, so that that is out there to dig up. But this is really just some Scooby Doo, like it would have gotten away for it if it wasn't for you kids kind of stuff. Because Monto goes and he gives the speech and he says explicitly, like we need to get into the Imperium and Goonswarm is not accepting new members of the Imperium. So we're all going to go into Ranger Regiment and we're going to keep our same command structure and everything will be fine. And by the way. Manto can log into the leader of Ranger Regiment's account. And also, I found out that the leader of Ranger Regiment wasn't Drone Wang. It was apparently Bunny this entire time, even though we had been assured repeatedly that this was no longer the case and that they had moved on. And because, uh, you know, it's not the kind of thing that we, we like over here in the Imperium. Uh, so basically, he just said in this fucking speech that, uh, yeah, you guys can see it up here on the screen. Let me, let me go through some of these hilarious bits. Uh, so they say that they suck because they didn't have any EU or USTZ or whatever, uh, and blah, blah, blah. We shopped around for options, and all those options had the drawbacks. Currently, goons aren't accepting alliance applications to the Imperium, so, so they're not accepting members in the Imperium, so I've chosen for us to join Ranger Regiment. We have a special relationship with Ranger Regiment. Adorable Bunny is a PIBC director and is the CEO of Ranger Regiment. And I, Manto, can log into her account. Thanks for spelling it out on a fireside. Why dumbass. would you say that? Yeah, this Why shit would you does say not that? fly on tranquility. It simply does not fly on tranquility. Uh, and, and then uh, let me see. Let me see. Uh, I have to zoom in here and stare at this on Twitch. Sorry, guys, I'm being a little awkward. It's been a busy day. All of our management can transfer as it stands. We've got a good relationship with Ranger Regiment. Uh, nothing will really change, but the advantage is huge. You'll essentially join the Imperium and have EU and US cover. Uh, well, maybe you could have fucking asked. But no, no. So right? uh, it's just like, stunning. Didn't even think to ask. It's just stunning. I think like, if they everybody... had asked at all, we would have just said no. And Don't then they it. would have probably gone someplace else, right? They would still have an alliance. I would not own their staging keep star, which is now in low power to be very publicly executed at the first opportunity. Uh, but so it, it, this is a scenario here, guys, where in many cases in EVE Online, there is a news cycle because it takes time for drama to work its way out. You have somebody does the dumb thing here. So Manto does a dumb thing. And then usually 
as people are pointing fingers at each other and making accusations, you have to wait a little bit before somebody publishes from spy reports or something, the smoking gun that proves that the bad guy did a bad guy thing. Well, in this case, for hours before, like before this Intel was handed to me, when I was just waking up and processing what the fuck and, you know, autocrats are mad, everybody's wondering what the fuck is going on. Uh, Never in my wildest dreams would I expect that this fucking dumbass would literally just spell out how he plans to cheese his way into the Imperium explicitly on a fucking fireside. It's like, hey, well, the goons won't let people in, so we're going to go in this we're way. We're going to come As anyway. If, yeah. Like, what the fuck? So that Did happened. Did you think we wouldn't notice? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it, it's just just stunning. So and it so, gets better, though, guys. It gets right, better. There's more. There's more. Uh, there's this more. is the first speech. This is the first speech, because when I woke up today, there's another one. There's another one. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. But basically, right. the, the short version of it is, is that, of course, the moment that we saw this happen, I was like, what the fuck is going on? So you're telling me that Drone Wang is not actually the leader of Range Regiment. Now, mind you, these guys were in trouble during the war. We had worked with them from a diplomatic perspective of trying to say, look, your performance during the war was not good. We didn't want to kick them out during the war because that would be a sign of weakness. And we didn't want to kick them out right after the war because that would seem cruel. So what we did was we're like, look, your fleet participation is shit, right? Uh, you know, the, by comparison to Dracaris, Ranger Regiment's management has been uh, just barely trying, which kind of makes sense now that we realize that Ranger Regiment's management was actually PIBC's management in a way more serious way than we had been told. We had heard the rumors and we knew about the affiliation, but I didn't exactly expect that Drone Wing had this man to dorks hand up his ass like he did. So that was an unpleasant surprise for the Imperium. So I'm like, okay, look, and this is mine. Keep in mind, guys, this is before I get the intel in this fucking speech. So I'm like, okay, this is unacceptable. Like you were already on the sort of probation unfuck your alliance plan. There is no, this is like, I'm sorry, nobody does like, what the fuck? You have seven days, blue standings, best of luck in your future endeavors. But like, this is just some shit you just can't abide. And then, and you know, it's scary. It's scary for other members in the Imperium to see me murder an ally very publicly or ask people to live, to leave, right? Because, you know, AOM not allied, Ranger Regiment, member of the Imperium, if I'm going to say these guys got to go, I got to back that up. I got to actually demonstrate to our people that we have a system of justice and order in this little space empire of ours. And yeah. then Mantu just hands me this fucking shotgun pointed at his balls and begs me to pull the trigger. And so I'm like, okay, well, here's this fucking speech. Here's where he says he's going to do this damn silly thing in this damn silly way. That's and it. now, yeah. Like, now, now bef the one step before I have to laugh because I want to yeah. give credit where credit is due to our boy, Pancake Wolf. Pancake okay. Wolf, Delta Squad. The morning. No, not believing. The morning that this happened, while all the shit was going down, Pancake puts up a petition to kick RR over absorbing AOM. And the best part is, so he, he puts this out here and he makes a good point. Is this what we fought for? Is this what we took on the whole get to make a place, a safe haven for these people? Especially because we all know they are high up Pappies. on the list of shame. They bought Pappies. a lot and they fucking were war criminals, period. Yeah. They were defending yeah. tests. Yeah. So the best <laughs> part of this whole thing is he puts this up and like, boom, Mittens is like, okay, I agree. Good points. And that's it. And sends the ping out and they're dead. So the result is <laughs> there is no more RR in the Imperium. So let me take the R's out. There you go. R's are gone. No more R's in the Imperium. They're gone. RR's are gone. Yeah. That's no it. R's. None. None. Goonswam. Goonswam. Uh, so that happened. And then just the fallout of this has been dumber and dumber because now it uh, gets even better. Dumber. Yeah. So it gets the, even the, better. The, this motherfucker. Now, to be fair, I have always expected that at some point there would be a confrontation between Monto and myself, right? Like he's the guy over on Serenity. I'm in theory sort of the guy or whatever over here, though I don't try to take over the entire fucking galaxy because I'm not running an RMT operation which those motherfuckers on Serenities are, right? That's their whole thing. And that's why I think that they thought they could, they could just do this and get away with it or whatever. I don't really understand. 
But this dumbass blunders into, into tranquility, seizes direct control over a PIBC affiliate, because generally speaking, like I said, guys, a key thing here is AOM has been incompetently led by Fulcrum for a while now. They were incompetent. They were irrelevant. They were just coasting along in suckage, waiting for FRT to come slit their throats. And then one day, Monto wakes up and decides he's going to come to fucking tranquility. Uh, and over the course of just a matter of hours, 9,000 of his pilots, which are not going to be his pilots anymore, are homeless. We're up to keep stars, and now we're going to see some emergent gameplay shit happen in RTAC A. So he gives a speech. He gives another speech. Another speech. Uh, like sometimes again, maybe you should just wool. stop fucking talking. You know, Dude, so we, great translation. We have, uh, do you have this thread up? That's uh, right up on well? the screen. Here we Wonderful. go. Wonderful. Thank you to Pancake Thank Wolf Thank you again, for translation. Pancake Wolf. You are a, an Imperium hero. Absolutely. Uh, so let me see. Goons struck a deal and goons are being an asshole and flip the table. So everybody in Tranquility knows that we do pride ourselves on following our deals to the letter of the law uh, and even to the spirit of the law, because I would rather uh, be the best possible friend. And then when somebody tries to fuck us, then it's weapons free and worst possible enemy territory, right? We are very clear. Now, this doesn't mean that puppies don't get it. Puppies don't listen all the time and they suffer the consequences of that. But generally speaking, you know, everybody here, even if they say they hate goons, knows that you can do a deal with us and we're going to we're going to fall over ourselves because of our pride to make sure that we stick to our deals. That's our thing. Lawful evil joke goes here. So anyway, Manto is like, I never thought goons would be this low, motherfucker. You tried to sneak into the fucking Imperium. You could have asked somebody. You could have talked to somebody. But no, your bitch ass thought that you were clever enough that you could just do this and there would be no consequences. We uh, wouldn't notice. Yeah. Like we thousands say, yeah. of pilots from a, a, a declared <laughs> enemy of the state are suddenly blue. We wouldn't notice. Oh they my thought we God. were that stupid. It's amazing. Uh, so let's see. We did nothing wrong. We had nothing to do. We don't need to live with our necks We're down. Only our seek stable in. development. Okay. Yeah. Well, guys, you picked the wrong side. Sorry. Goons Not, go ask Tess to join. Yeah. Yeah. They need yeah. the they need the bodies. Or horde, or horde. I think that there's a. I, I think that uh, you know landlords love renters and botters, and nobody is a bigger supporter of landlordism in Eve Online than Elf Boy and Villy, who is of course now just some guy who's in Elf Boy's alliance. I guess. Uh, you I know, guess I'm not he, the only line member on the CSM anymore now. <laughs> right. There you go. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Okay. Uh, Let's see. So there's just a bunch of excuses. I'm not going to bow down and say sorry. I don't want you to say sorry. I want you to fucking pay. And you are. That's how things work here on Tranquility. Uh, Goons insult me is also an insult to our brothers. Hey, uh, Monto, Monto, go fuck yourself with how something. How is that sharp an insult to anybody but you? You suck. You fucking suck. You're a joke. This is like this trash to your shit is like some 2007 Firmus Ixian level fuck up, cack-handed, wannabe metagaming. This stuff does not survive for 30 seconds on fucking tranquility, and now your entire world is on fire. It's what you deserve. Uh, I mean, this see. is Jade Constantine level shit here. It's not even, it's not even like close. I, I think the that's even an insult to Jade Constantine, fun, funnily enough. Like, this is, this is just so cack-handed. Um, because, you know, here's the thing. Like, they could have just not. Right. They could have talked to us. They could have done something, but they went all in on this scheme. And part of that scheme was, oh, we'll trick the goons and we'll give them our keep star. So fraternity doesn't blow it up. And then we'll get all of our shit out because we'll be in a ranger regiment and we'll blue tank. And, goon, you know, I, I don't know exactly what they were thinking, but. I, you know, this wasn't Fulcrum. This wasn't the previous administration of AOM. That guy's off the table. Monto decided he was going to turn up and show everybody what a brilliant Eve player he was. Uh, and now 9,000 of his pawns are homeless. So I'll guess, uh, I, I, can, I can guess what he was thinking, boss, right. if you want. Go for it, please. So I, would just, I just want to say one of, the, one of the other big pieces of news that happened this week was the initiative deployed. We are now sitting smack dab in DTACP and Esoteria forward deployment. In the former capital of test, let me tell you, the system still smells like failure. We're gonna get that. We're gonna get that stank out. All right, but this is a long-term 
thing that has been planned for a while. We were coming down here. Our goal was to third party all of the shit between Mangos and Fraternity and smack around all these guys while helping Red Alliance take the rest of that space. This is going to be a lot easier now. But we had a lot of good fights. We were planning, we were expecting a lot of good stuff, a lot of good fights between Fraternity and AOM that we were able to get in there and third party. There, there was a multi-hundred billion-esque fight on Wednesday on the armor timer of this very Keepstar where like 600 munins died, which anytime a munin dies, uh, an it's angel gets thing. its wings in yeah, Eve. absolutely. Okay, it's a good thing. We were expecting a lot of these good fights and we have moved all our stuff down here. We're ready to go. And then what happened? What you know? What they expected? What they expected was, oh well, we're gonna we're gonna join RR. All of a sudden, we're blue. We've got we've got our we've got the goon lapdogs in it down here to protect us. And then the goons will come all the way, like seven jumps away from one DQ with the jump bridge network. We're gonna be totally golden. We won't even have to fight. We'll just let these guys fight fraternity for us. Fuck that. You don't just I get to pick a side. After you picked wrong, you picked the wrong the fucking war. side. You've spent a year and a half howling for the blood. Oh, sorry, you weren't howling for blood. You were just kind of quietly clapping and showing up with shitty fleets just to show that you have no spine and you're going to go along with the rest of the fucking galaxy. And then you expect protection to sneak in under our fucking skirts somehow and think that we're going to go like, oh, well, suddenly AOM has ended up here. Like, I was very clear that we were not going to get involved in the FRT and AOM blood war, just in the same way that I don't get between Russians fighting, right? I have no interest in this shit, but one day Monto decides to give me his fucking staging keep star and try to pull a fast one on me and on all of us. And I, 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 I didn't, uh, I, 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 I took umbrage with that. And so I started blasting. Uh, but now his follow-up look there's just a bunch of dumb shit here in this follow-up conversation where he's saying that he wants people to infiltrate the imperium and go to to ground and be like sleeper agents uh which i'm just not afraid okay. of sorry great bring it bitch uh so you, you know this is this is just one of these situations where for months many of us have expected that there was going to be this amazing drama unfolding and if this was an amazing metagame heist i could be up here bragging about how smart and clever we were to do this to aom but the reality of the situation is that they just turned up and like just blew themselves up they like stepped on a rake it was this complete self-ownage even a modicum of diplomacy a modicum of research would have revealed that this is not how things work on tranquility. Uh, and then they could keep their keep star because they wouldn't have given it to us because we would have been like, no, you can't merge into you can't literally would just been a conversation. No, sorry, we're not going to let you be in the Imperium by reverse merging into Ranger Regiment. And then they'd still have their keep star and then they could look for other plans and maybe go somewhere and do something. Uh, but they chose to lie. And worse, they recorded themselves lying in two separate instances and so now uh, I went over to RTAC A a few hours ago. This is one of the reasons why I was a little late getting ready. Went over to RTAC A at around, you know, 1715. And it was like, okay, well, there goes 3277 of your clones. And now we're going to yank all the fuel in the modules and send it into low power mode. And, uh, and all you your know, guys Morris, that you told to log yeah. off, well, you can stay logged off because you're not going to have any stuff left when you come back in. Sorry. Oh my God! It's it, 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 it's it, the uh, best drama we've had in so long, and 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 it, let me be is. clear, and, so and again, you know, this is the first time that anyone has ever been kicked out of the Imperium for any reason. We've had people leave, we've had people walk away. Ninety nine point nine nine percent of the time, when folks leave the Imperium, it's done with a handshake and a "We'll see you next time." You're always welcome back type move yeah but this was the yeah. first time where we literally had a group trying to pull the wool over the eyes of the leadership with known war criminals who we have said so many times multiple publicly the mittens has said this on multiple meta shows we're not cutting deals with war criminals and I think it, we all expected that AOM was going to fold. We always we expected that they were going to find end up like dissolving, and each corporation would would go out and fend for itself. And it was more likely than not that some of those corporations would end up in Imperium groups. I know, and it was in the process of talking to some folks. We're always recruiting good yeah, corporations. I mean, 
but we're not taking your leadership. The ones that pulled the trigger and made the decisions to fuck with us. The, the, you guys had a, a Titans tapped an M2 on the other side. Why would we be nice to you? They even said that they're going to be like a sleeper organization, that they're going to go to ground, but nothing like what I love is him insisting nothing's going to change. They're just going to sock puppet Ranger Regiment. And he just blurts this all out on a fucking live stream. Uh, you know, I, I've done some dumb things myself by spelling out plans on firesides, and I learned my lesson on that, and I try not to do it. But it's one thing to spell out, like, we're thinking about this or we're doing that. Another thing of like, hey, guys, we did a really sneaky thing, and here's the sneaky thing that while all of your assets are in a staging Geemstar owned by this motherfucker, <laughs> it's, just, it's just astounding. It's astounding. So it uh, I want to take a, one moment in here. To, to congratulate Noraus on winning his war. <laughs> and I also wanted to highlight some advice that Vili was giving that I think is kind of funny. So I'm going to throw this up on the screen now. This was Vili's advice. Mr. Vili, bad advice man, giving advice, saying if Fraternity wanted to win, they'd attack North Eso and slow push. It's not exciting stuff like attacking the AOM stager, but it'll win for them in the long run. He's still talking about like long-term war fighting. God forbid, never make a direct attack. Down. Yeah. And it says headshot starters are the worst plan imaginable. They have been that way since VFK in 2010. They were the worst case imaginable, but guess what? It fucking worked because <laughs> they headshot, they go after our tech A, they ref it. They come back in the armor timer. They didn't even win that fight, but it scared the shit out of AOM so much, knowing that they could not sustain the numbers that they got in that fight and expect us to come down there and third party every time. And the result was they tried this bullshit scheme and destroyed themselves in the process. You don't have to kill their stuff. The end result is going to be the same. That Keepstar is going to be dead. AOM space is gone Naraus, congratulations. You won the war and you barely fired a shot. I mean, and of course, Billy gives bad advice right? as usual. Because if you did what he said, you guys would still be fighting and you'd be fighting for another seven months and then you'd lose. Because that's what happens when you take Billy's advice on, on wars. Anyway. All right. Yeah, this is this is this is clearly planned, guys. Like the more that the Imperium operation is diving through logs and records and checking our past diplomatic logs, like it seems very clear that Ranger Regiment and Monto decided that they were going to uh, try to backdoor into the Imperium and uh, blue tank, and that's why we ended up with a Keepstar. And so this was something where not only was it premeditated, there's an evidence trail going back a ways. Uh, we didn't know to look for the evidence trail until this is all just shaken out here. Uh, but it's just, it, it's one of the dumber metagaming things. And I, I, I think that we will, uh, I, I would love to make fun of Vili giving bad advice, but I, I really think that when it comes to Vili and his bad advice, uh, I hope that our enemies listen to me mocking Vili and take away from that that Vili actually really knows what he's talking about and that they should listen to him as a trusted and respected fleet commander. Uh, because you should his make advice, him your new military yeah, director I, in Horde. Yeah, I, I think that he should be a director what a great in idea as soon as possible. Be. Yeah, what could possibly go wrong? Uh, <laughs> I mean, the... And I, we've got to segue away from this AOM stuff. All right. like we that, got, yeah, we know, got some, we got some CCP stuff we got to yell about too. So yeah, yeah. All right, we're going to go into piercing the corporate veil and talk about the fun, exciting new crossover that's coming to Eve Online next Tuesday. If you haven't heard. The newest crossover, the first time in the history of EVE Online, where EVE CCP has done a crossover event with another sci-fi intellectual property, is coming to EVE Online on Tuesday, January 13th. It is Doctor Who. Doctor Who, I'm here. I've got my trusty sonic screwdriver. I've got my my Tom Baker sweat sh sweater uh, uh, scarf thingy. I'm ready to go. I'm ready for this. I am excited for this. Nobody else is. <laughs> this was announced on oh, Tuesday. This was announced on Tuesday to what I can only describe as 
one of the most concentrated, complete, and singularly uh, singularly bad reactions of the EVE community to anything that's been announced in recent memory. It makes the pitchforks and the screaming and the yelling at the industry changes look like chump change. There were nine pages, nine pages of angry yelling from players and former players of EVE, including Doctor Who fans, about the fact that this crossover was happening. Because this was the first thing that we have heard from CCP since the winter update almost a month ago. We've been waiting to hear what the next announcements are going to be in terms of the roadmap for the company. We're waiting to hear what's going to happen next with all of the stuff that we were promised was going to happen in January. Things like finally getting compression. Things like they were looking at other, other things like Citadels and stuff like that. We're waiting to hear when is this stuff going to happen. But instead, we got what was perceived by the player base to be a giant, shiny object to look at over here. Over here, over here, look over here, look over here, look over here, look into the sonic screwdriver because we don't want you to know that we're not doing anything else on the other stuff. That's what it felt like, even if it's not true. And of course, the biggest criticism everybody had was you guys could have been using the time that you took to make this crossover happen to fix the issues we've been identifying over and over again. Whatever goodwill CCP may have had from the winter update was squandered because of the timing of this announcement. And it didn't help that all of the concerns that players have been raising about other things like NFTs and other, and the idea that the game is turning into a marketing money grab, all of this stuff rose up. It, it got front of mind views to people and they fucking lost it. I have never seen a reaction as swift or as negative to anything that's happened in this game for what really, to be honest, is an innocuous, two-week, random crossover that most people will forget in a year if they even take part in it. And who mainly the folks being the most mad or at least have the most right to be mad are all the lore nerds. Because this is their thing. And all of a sudden, there are aliens in EVE. There's never been aliens in New Eden. And all kinds of other in-game stuff that is upsetting people. So that happened Tuesday. And I thought that after like the typical way that these things work, after a day or two, whenever Reddit goes super hard over against the company, some lone voice pops up and says, you guys are being really mean to the CCP guys. It's not that bad. That didn't happen this time. It was sustained. People are still mad. And I, I, I'll be honest, part of me wonders why they're so angry, but the other part knows exactly why they're so angry. And I've said this, and we've said this during the Jita riots that CCP and others in the EVE media community refuse to recognize as being legitimate. It's that players are already angry. They are mad at the state of the game. They want to see changes, and they don't want to see anything else till they see changes. And this was a perfect example of something that they recognized was probably in the works for a long time. And CCP Fozzie and CCP Swift did a sit-down with Ash Tarathi, Mr. Lord himself, to have a talk about this new event. And they confirmed that the narrative team and others in the company had been working on this for more than a year. Okay? Now, granted, maybe maybe the team, maybe the live events team that actually implemented that didn't work on it. Fozzie's team didn't start working on it a year ago. But folks in the company had been working on it for a year. And that, I think, caused a lot of people to really scratch their heads because we've been trying to get CCP to focus on the issues that the players have with the game. And the result has been a steady diet of nerfs that nobody wants, and the things that we do ask for get ignored. Things like a faction warfare revamp. Things like fixing Citadel so that they're not so cancerous and they don't stop fights and stop wars. And other types of player asked for things that we've been talking about for months. Instead, we get a crossover event with an IP that, frankly, 
as much as this is a big show in the UK, I used to watch this at 11 o'clock on Sunday nights when I was 10 years old on PBS in the United States. Unless you are mm -hmm. a super nerd, you're not going to be that familiar with this IP. And frankly, the IP itself has had trouble over the last couple of years. And I've heard more than one person say, well, this makes perfect sense. You've got two IPs that aren't doing very well trying to, trying to cap, capitalize on each other to get new people in. And that's what has happened. Boss, what's your take on this whole thing? Oh, man. Uh, so before I get to the blood and thunder, there is going to be some blood and thunder on this, but I'm going to do a little bit of nuance before I really I really get, get nasty here. So here, here's the nuance, right? The, the nuance is this probably didn't require much effort on the part of CCB. They probably didn't tell the CSM about it because there was probably a confidentiality and a licensing agreement with the CCB and with the BBC. Uh, and it probably wasn't that big of a deal in terms of time and developer assets and stuff like that. So you can find rational explanations for why CCP is uh, put this out there. And then we get to the fun bit. The fun bit is, and I think that this is something that people are entirely worthwhile and being furiously angry about. Uh, the, the fun bit is how CCP is surprised that the players are angry is itself part of the controversy. And I think that people should be angry and that they should be surprised that CCP is, why are people so mad? So we're going to talk about this. The players have literally rioted for the first time in a decade. And there's some incarnate parallels here. There's some real incarnate parallels here. Uh, 10 years ago, there was an internal company newsletter I forgot the name of whatever CCP's, you know, probably War on the Impossible or the Hillmar Special or whatever it was. You guys know in chat, you can tell me what it was. Uh, but the name of that particular issue in their silly office magazine was uh, Greed is Good. And this is something that guys within CCP would like read on the toilet or not read. It was, it was a sort of office newspaper. None of them cared about it. And then this thing leaked and it was explosive because you had an environment where the player base had been seeing the spaceship part of the spaceship game getting consistently neglected and just more excuses and promises and dev blogs about $1,000 designer jeans came from it. And it kind of like the Doctor Who crossover was a trigger for explosive riots. And in this case, we didn't actually have riots over the Doctor Who thing, but functionally speaking, I think we did on Reddit and blah, blah, blah. We had riots a few weeks before. Now, here's where we get to the interesting thing. The only way that you as a developer within CCP could be surprised that the Doctor Who thing resulted in an explosive cry of outrage and animus across the entire player base is if you as a developer in CCP had chosen, personally chosen to believe, as Rotati apparently believes, that all of the outrage that is out there is purely a conspiracy possibly involving goods. That the people it's just who are the crying, goons mad, guys. Who, it's not everyone. Yeah. yeah. Who, who, people who are mad about scarcity, people who are mad about the age of prosperity, people who are mad about all of the stupid things that have been happening to the game. I believe that many people in CCP adopted the head in the sand position of, well, it's just null sec players or it's just goons or it's just this or just that. You only can be surprised by the outrage if you have chosen to ignore, dismiss, delegitimate, refuse to engage in any kind of dialogue, just stick your fingers in your ears and say, la, 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 it's just goons and it's not real criticism and the age of prosperity is fine. There's nothing to see here. So for those of you in Iceland who are sitting there going, gosh, why are the players so upset? And you're upset and hurt. You only have yourself to blame for choosing to ignore the outcry of the player base and choosing repeatedly week after week after week, you may have chosen to dismiss those critiques, to dismiss all of the things the players are saying about how they don't want fucking NFTs. And now you're upset about people are suspicious about Doctor Who because there's a Doctor Who collectible card game involving NFTs and Hilmar is herfing dwarfs about NFTs and there's fucking NFTs in the Alliance tournament. And then you have the audacity to be surprised that the players are upset 
because you have chosen repeatedly to refuse to engage with the critiques your customers have been repeatedly leveling. Customers who, might I add, have much more institutional knowledge about your fucking game. If you listened, you might have read Angry Mustache's manifesto that he posted the other day, which offered much more nuanced economic changes that could actually unfuck these things, that apparently it's just a goon conspiracy and the rest of your players aren't upset. So gosh, why are they mad about Doctor Who? If you are surprised, if you are shocked by the outcry, you have only yourself to blame because you have chosen, you have chosen repeatedly, publicly, to insist that our anger is not real, that our righteousness is not righteous, that the injustices that have been done to the sandbox are not injustices. And when we ask you to invest in the game, working on the game, put spaceships and sand in the spaceship sandbox, please. Oh, that's just goons. Oh, they'll get over it. Oh, it's age of prosperity, everything is fine. You ignore your player base at your peril. You ignore a fucking riot at your peril. I absolutely supported the riots. I said, let's get some torches and pitchforks together and whatever. And then I've been off the table for months because we had a personal tragedy here in our household. We lost our doggo. We came back from Vegas. Dog had cancer. It was very upset. Couple of, couple of months of real serious misery. And during this time that CCP people are jacking themselves off and insisting that the players are not actually mad because it's a goon conspiracy, I'm nowhere to be found. Anybody who's anybody in Eve knows I've been fucking off the table because it sucked. Like the, 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 the dog thing sucked. It was bad. So during the time that there's a big conspiracy about just goons are behind it and whatever, you know, uh, you know, there's grief going on. Like it's, it's, it, it wasn't like that. But no, these motherfuckers are like, gosh, Gosh, why are the players upset about Doctor Who? Well, we're upset about Doctor Who because you haven't listened to us about a fucking thing. Riots are the voice of the voiceless, and it's getting kind of Kazakhstan up in this. So, uh, no, and that, I think we definitely I, found the no, black shirt that, there. It's good. That's the, so that's the point. I mean, listen, I'll be honest, and, and this is I got caught off guard with this on Tuesday because I didn't see an issue with it. Oh, it's Doctor Who. Oh, it's a crossover. Big deal. There are crossovers in the game. You guys want to see a crossover in Eve? I'll show you a crossover in Eve right now. There it is. It's sitting in fucking dead end in Losec. That's a 2001 reference in the game. You guys may have seen Major Tom flying around in the game. That's a David Bowie reference. We see references to real life stuff in Eve. It's not a huge deal. So I said, okay, it's a crossover. Fine. What are they going to do? They'll figure out a way. I trust the lore guys. There are some of the people in CCP that care about the lore way more than I do because I only care about the stories we tell. I could give a shit about the stories a company tells. They're not my stories. My stories happen on this show and, and various other things in NullSec. But I know that this is a thing that happens. So I didn't think it was going to be a big deal. I like Doctor Who. I watched it when I was a kid. I haven't watched it recently because I, I haven't liked the last two Doctors. But I liked Matt Smith, and I liked David Tennant, and I like uh, Christopher Eccleston. I grew up watching Tom Baker and Peter Davison and Colin Baker. I know all their fucking names. William Hartnell, Patrick Trofton, John Pertwee. I know all these guys. I've been watching the show for, for 30 years. Like I said, we used to trade the, the damn tapes around my elementary school because we, we had to tape it to watch the thing. I'm a Doctor Who fan. So I was excited. And I, I got caught off guard because I figured this wasn't that big a deal. And the reality is, in the overall scheme of things, it's not that big a deal. No. Except as but evidence of CCP choosing not to listen. as evidence that CCP does not listen to the player base. And the fact is, in terms of the CSM, the only reason we knew that this even was happening was because 12 hours before the launch on Tuesday, I asked, hey, guys, what's this countdown timer? If I hadn't asked that question, we would have found out at the same time all of you did. Now, what if we had known ahead of time would we have said? Exactly what Mittens said today. Your stock right now with the player base is very low. People are going to see this, and they're going to think that you're trying to pull the wool over on them and make them think that things aren't bad. It would be better if this were postponed until after you got some goodwill back. And hey, you know what? You know what would be a great way to get some goodwill back? Do the same thing 
the developers of Stalker 2 did and come out and say, you know what? We heard you guys loud and clear. There will never be NFTs in EVE Online. And whether or not we believe you, because you said there were, we were, you're never going to sell, sell skill points for risk either or for money either. Whether or not we believe you is not. But at the very least, you can come out and say it. And we got it on record that you're not going to do NFTs. And then stop talking about them and stop thinking about them. Give us at least that. You did it before. Monetization of crazy, expensive shit in EVE slowed down quite a bit after Incarna. You can walk away now without costing yourselves a dime, and you'll get back some goodwill. That's what we would have told us. The, the CSO would have told us. At least I would have. I think Merck and Nam would have said the same thing. Whether, whether, whether the other folks on there who seem to be reflexively anti-anything the three of us say would agree with us, I don't know. But at the very least... We would have said what we think the players feel, what we've seen the players say to us, and that is, I don't care about all this other stuff, fix the game. That is a legitimate complaint, and it's one that I will continue taking to CCP as long as I'm on the CSM and until they get it. We'll see which one of those ends first. I'm yeah. not sanguine that it'll be me being on the CSM that survives longer than them getting it. But let me just tell you. Anyway. Dude, so there, there's so much to go into here because we are at the one hour mark. We're going to go a little bit over today. We're not going to go a full two hours or anything insane like that. It's just, it's been a couple of weeks and there's a lot of stupid that we've got to rant about. And uh, we have now opened the, we've cracked open the, the NFT shit. So uh, here's an easy idea, ladies and gentlemen of EVE Online. Never buy NFTs and make fun publicly of anybody who buys them. Just mock the shit out of them at every level. Uh, it is actually a very small amount of human beings have engaged with this obvious crypto scam. Uh, it is insulting to me as a goddamn adult who happens to play video games uh, that these dumbasses at the top levels of the games industry are attempting to push on us what is an obvious scam. It's like an MLM for libertarian nerds. You know, it's like LuLaRoe or Herbalife or whatever the fuck. Oh, here, like, you know, you can look at the South Park clip of Victor Chaos shitting on NFTs. And anybody who wants to believe otherwise, fuck you, you're a dumbass. Stop trying to scam me. Stop trying to scam my friends. And that goes to anybody who is talking about how NFTs matter. Unfortunately, this is a plague across the entire games industry right now. The investors that run the games industry that the corporate boards answer to are all hearing about the metaverse and blockchain and NFTs. And what they're not hearing about is making good video games because the people that are putting pressure on the executives to shit this crap out only care about profits. Now, of course, we have always known this, but the truth is if the Hillmars and the Square Enix guys of the world wanted to tell the investors that's not a real thing and doesn't make a good game and we don't think it's a good idea, they could just grow some balls and do that. But have they? No. Instead, we have NFTs, and it's a wonderful thing, and maybe something magical will happen, and blockchain, right? And then money so, bags of money fly in the windows, yeah. and they hit them in the head. So That's what they think is going to happen yeah. by saying blockchain. So I believe that gamers as a whole, uh, the, the easiest way to cut this shit out is to simply not only never buy an NFT, but make fun, openly mock and shame the deserving mockery and shame that these scammers deserve for trying to insult our intelligence by pushing lies on us when instead they could be doing their fucking job and working on making a good video game as a video game publisher. Anyone who tries to push an NFT on a gamer is a piece of shit. Fuck you. Don't do that. It's a scam. If you've been pushing it before, back off and say, I fucked up. It was a scam because the rest of us here in EVE Online are too fucking smart to fall for that crap. It's amateur hour. Get rich quick bullshit. It is insulting. It is pathetic. There is no excuse for it. There never has been an excuse for it. And the easiest thing about this, the wonderful thing about this, what I love, is that we can stop it. We here, in a completely decentralized way with no blockchains involved, can stop it. You know how? Don't buy them. Two, mock the fucking pieces of shit that buy them. Three, mock the fucking pieces of shit that try to push them on. 
right? The, the best way to handle a scam is to openly and notoriously call it out for the scam that it is across every level, across every platform. Because it's not just Eve, guys. It's not just Eve. Ever since Zuckerberg decided he was going to be meta, we've been meta for Ripped a shitload us off. longer How than fucking you? meta, right? By the way, eat shit, Zuckerberg. Uh, That's my Metaverse. Brand. Now, Square Enix's uh, CEO wrote a big, long letter that said very little about video games. Now, they're even talking about blockchain games. These They are attempting to turn fun gaming into essentially a wage slavery economy. I have no interest in pay to earn. I just want you no. to do your fucking job and make a good goddamn video game. That's all. Not an earning opportunity. Not a time to have digital ownership. I play it's games just, to have fun. It's my hobby. It's not a job. And yeah. as much as Eve feels like a job sometimes, it's still not. I don't need to be paid something, especially when you're when the goal with the whole pay to earn thing is that you're going to pay us in worthless company script that's not going to do anything. I'm sorry. Listen, if any if there's any proof that there's too much money in the world, it's that people are spending two million dollars on random pictures of monkeys and somebody putting in a it book somewhere that they own it. This it's is the money most laundering. ridiculous thing it's that I've ever heard. It's money laundering. That's all it is. When you see these people like, I sold a digital ape for this much money. It's one, like, they're sock puppets. There's no regulation. There's no safety. There's no nothing. It's a scam. And you're like, well, somebody bought the stupid fucking money monkey that nobody wants. Uh, it's mean, because uh, one guy who had NFTs bought it. And they're, they're just, it, it, it's a shell game, you fools. Frankly, Don't fall for I think it. you are better off. If you were one of these people that went and bought the chicks farts in a can, at least you got a something in your hand for it. <laughs> yes. If you bought Gamer Gorgo bathwater, that is at least a At least a it's thing. a thing. Right. It's, right? It's, it's something that in theory has some sort of emotional or sentiment. It's just, it's so fucking stupid. And it's just insulting on every level. Right. And so into this mix where the players are crying out for the developers to actually listen to the players and make the video game a better video game product. And from the top, we're getting Doctor Who and NFTs in the Alliance tournament. And oh, we're not going to back off and say we're not doing NFTs because you're getting... Motherfuckers, we're all getting NFTs whether we want or not. They are forcing it down our throats whether we want it. Everybody's like, no, no. Player bases across the games industry are beginning to riot and stand up and say, we don't want this. Do your fucking job. Work on a goddamn video game and make it a better video game. But they're still going to do the NFT stuff because it's coming from the top. And so this, the is why only keep, way to, like, yeah. this is why I keep saying the easiest thing. you can, Do you guys remember the episode of Mad Men where Don Draper loses the Lucky Strike account. So he goes out and puts a big thing in the paper saying, well, fuck you, we didn't want you anyway because we don't like cigarettes. We're never going to take another cigarette client, never going to take another tobacco client. And then that doesn't work, but they get American Cancer Society on board and that's a big marquee client. And then they start talking to other people and boom, they're back in the money. All these guys, CCP would be the biggest company to come out, way bigger than the Stalker 2 guys, to come out and say, we're not going to do NFTs. And you know what? You would get a lot, I think, of goodwill from the players to at least say you're not going to do that. And then if you still want to make money and the marketing folks are listening, if you guys are listening to me, I'm telling you this right now, we have told you this a thousand times, I'll say it another thousand until you get it. You are sitting on a gold mine. Get the art guys, figure out how to do alliance skins, figure out how to do corporation skins, figure out how to do structure skins. You sell these, you can sell these for ridiculous amounts of money and every single person. There are 1,562 people watching the stream right now. There were 1,600 a couple of minutes ago. Every single person watching this will buy one of those. And they'll buy them for multiple ships. You don't need to be talking about NFTs. You don't need to be talking about nonsense sales and get okay. wealthy by buying $4 worth of Plex. Give us what we want and we will hand you money. I don't know how many more times I got to say it. I don't know what's holding it up. It makes zero sense to me. We Let don't need Dr. Who crossovers. Give us Eve online and we will pay you money. Just like Period. in Karna. We have been here before. We were here 10 years ago when instead of greed is good, now we've got the Doctor Who crossover, the, the, the fucking straw that broke the camel's back and set off everything, right? The, the riot timeline is a little bit different or what have you, but like, it's not rocket science. 
instead of ignoring the players when they tell you that you have done fucked up and they would like you to change, like just do whatever angry mustache is telling you to fix on the economy. So I don't like talking about production. Just do what the smart people say. It's not that hard. But if your ego is invested in having to be the smart guy, CCP, uh, you know, they're pulling them onto here. Like they're, they're doing, it's the same kind of just aggressive, confident stupidity that results in massive self-ownage and devastation uh, when really all you have to do, guys, we did this in the incarnate crisis. All you got to do to make E-Flares happy is say, we're going to focus on spaceships. We're going to add some new spaceships, and we're going to regularly iterate on balancing the existing spaceships, and we're going to try to make the spaceship gameplay of our spaceship sandbox fun. And hey, look at some new weapons. Look at some new ships. Look at some new spaceships, right? It's not hard. CCP was able to recover after Incarna when they focused on the fundamentals of the game. And I highly suggest that they focus on the fundamentals of the game and that other game developers that are thinking about blockchain, NFTs, whatever, instead of that, they go, gosh, maybe my product is a video game. And the best way to retain a player base is to focus on making a good product rather than trying to turn it into an internet sweatshop. I mean, to be honest, if they want to make a ton of money real quick, and you, and they want to they want to get the, the the feeling of having pulled one over on people who have too much money, you know what? Give everybody in the game cat ears for a thousand bucks. Yeah, they'll buy yeah. it. Yeah. The weebs will buy it. Trust me. Like guarantee. You, know, you have a fucking focus group. You have a focus group. You could ask about all of these things available. But, oh no, we know better. We're going to ignore it. It's just a goon conspiracy that people are so mad. You know, every time you do that, you make it worse because, well, also if it was such a, like, no, no, I'm sorry. You're going to have to listen to your player base when they tell you you've done fucked up. You're going to have to listen to them. You're going to have to make changes that are in a direction that they want, as opposed to trying to force this shit down your throat, down all of our throats, because we have our own media. We all talk to each other in different places. This is a continuing issue across the entire games industry as games attempt to become more of an opportunity to monetize for investors and make shittier games that are built to be less fun in order to have monetization opportunities, right? We're smart people. We know what's happening here. We know what you're trying to do, and we are not cool with it. You don't have to guess what we want. We're telling you what we want. We have been telling you for years. Trust you got to choose to listen, is, though. You just got to listen. That's it. You got to choose. You have to choose. Because here's the thing, guys. All of the anger about Doctor Who doesn't make any sense unless people were actually legitimately angry when they rioted in Cheetah. And then you they come down from on high like, oh, gosh, well, that was not a Guinness Book World Record because this is all a goon conspiracy. And so there's actually a lot less people there. And, you know, our first reaction to the Cheetah riots is going to try to deny and minimize how unhappy our players are and then be surprised when they're angrier after that. The worst thing you can do to a crowd of angry people is to tell them that you're not listening you're not to them really and the mad. criticisms you don't guys matter aren't mad. and it's, it's just somebody else. And, yeah, like, you know, it's it's just, it's so dumb. Anyway, uh, anyway. I think I think I think I've sort of beat this dead heart. No one, guys, no NFTs in games to mock and shame. What, this is the thing we can do, and goons are good at it. Shame and mock anyone pushing NFTs anywhere. We are the state in the Imperium is opposed to NFTs, is opposed to all of this shit, just as we're opposed to renters, just as we're opposed to Mantu thinking he can backdoor his way into our fucking coalition. Fuck NFTs. Fuck anyone pushing NFTs. That's a backdoor. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, we have come to the end of the show. I knew it was going to be a banger. I think you guys got your money worth today. Mm-hmm. Today was the first episode of the new year. I have some good news. The good news is a lot of you are here with us and we appreciate it. The bad news is next week, we're not going to be here. Why are we not going to be here? Because, guys, if you haven't seen Beavis and Butthead, that's what that was. It was Beavis and Butthead laughing because he said backdoor. Get it? <laughs> next week, January 14th through the 17th is going to be the first big Eve meet of the year in Washington, D.C., I and my lovely wife will be hosting. The Rampage Incorporated guys will be along as well. We have a lot of people coming. We have over 140 people already registered for the event. You can continue registering until January 12th. 
We've got a dinner on Friday night to celebrate the anniversary of the seventh birthday of Karma Fleet. We have a dinner Saturday night that's open to everyone. All of these events are open to everyone. We're going to have CCP swag. And we'd love to see you and, have, and come out here and join us with the rest of your space friends in our nation's capital. That's this weekend. And the result is there'll be no meta show on Saturday. So you guys got extra fun today because of that. We will see we will you the week after. Weeks, yes. We'll be back we'll the week after. January 22nd will be the next episode of the Meta Show. I want to thank you all for joining us. I have been, I am Brisk Rubal. Uh, let me get, you we're going to put the Bruce R's Rubal. back in. There you go. Brisk Rubal <laughs> and the Matani join alongside here. Thank you all for watching and you stay classy, New Eden. Also eat my ass.